Hi there, it's Melvin. Just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Thryzer for supporting this month's podcast sessions. Thryzer is a payment platform that you have to check out if you are a private pay therapist and accepting out-of-network benefits. It basically helps clients save on therapy up front. Thryzer can help verify a client's out-of-network benefit ahead of the first session so that they get transparency up front on what their out-of-pocket costs will be. I'll tell you more about Thryzer here in the middle of our session, but if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, you actually and then enter the code STC upon sign up, you get your first $2,500 in fees waived. Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hello, hello. Welcome to session 186 of Selling the Couch. So I feel like every spring I catch some kind of a bug and it usually affects my voice and I realize that more and more as I do podcasting and uh, it seems like this year I've caught something as well, but I'm feeling somewhat better uh, as I record this episode. So please forgive me if I sound different and or I sound a bit like a frog. So today's podcast session is a solo episode and I was thinking about what to record for this episode and I had a couple of different ideas and the idea that I settled on was just an honest look at finances and sort of my business expenses and my journey as a business owner in terms of both paying myself as as well as tracking expenses and those kind of things. I know all of that sounds a little bit boring, but I promise I'll make it fun. I wanted to have this episode because one, I believe in creating episodes and one of the things with STC is I just believe in transparency and what I want to do is uh, when I have success on something, I'm happy to share. And then when things don't go the way that I expected, or when you do things that are a little bit foolish, like the content of this episode, even though it's hard, I like to share that as well. And my hope is that maybe you can take my mistakes and you won't repeat the same ones that I made. So to give you a little bit of a background, I'm a personal finance junkie. I know you guys have probably heard this on other episodes of podcasts, but I read personal finance blogs. I like down stuff on, you know, retirement planning and saving and all of those kind of things. And it makes me like really happy (laughs) when we like save money. Uh, I don't know why. I love all things when it comes to personal finance. And with STC, I was very cautious with my expenses for the first few years. But as the blog made started to make some income, I was a little bit less careful. And so today's podcast is supported by Turning Point HQ. Uh, this is a brand new sponsor on the STC podcast, but David and well, I call him Dave, Dave and I have gotten to know each other over the past two years. He was a previous STC podcast guest. And honestly, Dave is one of the most kind and generous and helpful people that I know. And with sponsors, you guys know I'm I'm super discretionary in terms of who I share uh, the STC audience with. And Dave, when uh, we talked about sponsorship, he was one of those people. I just I had zero doubt. And so Dave is a financial planner uh, specifically for therapists, and 
His whole mission is to transform your relationship with money. I know for many of us, uh, money is something that, and the money stories that we have often been told, it impacts a lot of how we do business. It impacts how we approach things like retirement and investing and all of those things. And Dave understands that, and he comes from just a very heart-centered place to help us build out an investment in a retirement portfolio. Dave actually has this really cool guide. Uh, It's absolutely free to download, and it's called The 7 Money Mistakes That Hold Therapists Back. You can find it over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash turningpointhq. And that guide has a lot of the things that, that can hold a lot of therapists back. And actually, if you go through that link as well, you get $200 off any service that Dave provides. Today's podcast session is just all about what I learned and what I'm learning in this journey of knowing my expenses, learning to pay myself first. But before we do get to today's podcast session, I just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Therapy Notes for supporting today's podcast session. If you guys are looking for electronic health records, just as you're tired of writing case notes and things like that on paper, and are just at a point in your business where you want to streamline things, I encourage you to check out Therapy Notes. I actually had the opportunity to meet the team over at Therapy Notes. They're actually local here to Philly. I got to hang out with them. Super nice folks and uh, just really helpful. They have a range of products and services that they provide, everything from within the Therapy Notes platform, everything from the ability to actually write clinical notes to billing to credit card processing, clients having their own portal. You can find more about Therapy Notes and the services that they provide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash therapy notes. And if you enter the promo code Melvin at checkout, you get two months absolutely free. And that's actually a promo code just for STC listeners. So we'll get right to today's session. So as I mentioned, one of the things that I've always been cautious with expenses, but I feel like one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is when our business, whether it's a private practice, whether you have a coaching business, where you have an online business, whatever it is, right? I feel like for many of us, when when it starts to generate some level of income, there's a certain level of excitement that comes with it. But if we're not careful and and cautious, there's a certain level of comfort that can come with that as well, meaning that it's easy to justify like a small cost here or there. So for me, like it wasn't anything crazy. Like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm definitely like a saver. I tend to lean toward that. So I'm not, you know, spending thousands and thousands of dollars on, you know, I don't know, office furniture or something like that, or even trainings or conferences or anything like that. But what I would often do is, you know, there was maybe like an online course that I wanted to buy and, and I would, you know, kind of just quickly look at my bank account and be like, oh yeah, there's money there. Okay. I can justify spending it. Right. And, or, you know, it might be like some piece of software that I wanted for a while, something like that. Right. Um, But in 2018, what I decided to do was one of my goals for last year was just to be more thoughtful as a business owner on the whole. And I made a promise to myself that I would start seeing, I would get start getting a hold of my finances and being honest about where my expenses were and in terms of how much I was paying myself and all of those things. So in terms of just steps, the first thing that I did was, and I alluded to this, is I got honest with my expenses versus what I call ostriching. So for a long time, basically what I would do is I would 
have a rough idea of what my expenses were, but I, I could not tell you what I was spending on what. And so that was a bad thing, I think, on the whole, because it kind of, what was happening was I was actually underestimating the amount of expenses that I had. And so what one of the first things that I did, this was actually, this sounds so simple in hindsight, but it's actually really hard which is I went and just created a like a Google Doc or a, a Google Sheet, which is basically the Excel version of Google's on Google Drive. And I listed every expense on a line in Google Sheets. So everything from recurring expenses related to software I was using, any professional services I was using, any uh, folks that I was hiring out for the STC team, anything like that, every single expense. Now, this was actually kind of hard because I found that there were certain things when I would look back, I'd be like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. So this actually took me several weeks to actually figure this out. And one of the best places I actually got started on was two places. One, I looked at my bank statements and saw where my expenses were. And then the second place that I looked was I use tax software, and so I looked at those expenses and and try to just cross-check and make sure that I covered everything. So on every line, I did it, this is just it's as simple as it sounds, so on every line, on one line, I would just write the expense, and then what I did was every line had two columns, and the first column I labeled as ideal, and the second column I labeled as current. And so the first column is basically, ideally, what is the price that I want to pay for that? So do I want to completely get rid of it? Do I need to upgrade it? Do I need to downgrade it? Whatever that expense is. And then the second column that I did was, what am I currently paying for, right? And so at the bottom, so what I would do is I would sum up the ideal column and then I would sum up the current column just so that I could get a better idea of what my expenses were. Now, there's actually a way to do formulas and I'm not going to go into all of that, but there's actually a pretty easy way to do it in, in Excel. So once you change any one column, it actually automatically changes the sum amount for you. And through that process, what I I had this brutal realization that nearly 50% of my income every month was going toward expenses and was going towards sustaining the business. When I thought about it, I was like, okay, 50%, maybe that's not terrible, but I actually didn't have any sort of a, what's the word? Uh, like a, I didn't have any sort of a guide in terms of how much and what I should be spending on, right? So I, around this time, I had heard several colleagues talking about the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz, and I was kind of curious about it being the personal finance uh, person, you know, junkie that I am. And I think Profit First is like one way of, of tracking your expenses and figuring out how much to pay yourself, right? Um, I think there are other ways, but I think after having read this book a couple of times, I feel like this is a book that every clinician that aspires for private practice or is in private practice should read. I'm I'm not like a profit first professional. They actually have qualified professionals. So I'm not going to do like a full review of it. I'm not going to speak as a profit first professional, but I'm just going to share sort of my experience and in, in how I set it up. So the basic idea behind Profit First is that we're setting up our businesses where we pay ourselves first and then we pay for our expenses versus paying for expenses and then paying ourselves last. So this is something that I was doing, to be quite honest. So I would pay for all of my expenses and then I would take the rest of the money and then I would pay myself. And what was happening was there was quite a bit of fluctuation and 
sometimes I, I was good in terms of like, for example, setting aside money for taxes, but I wasn't always the best about it. And so there was just some natural like ebb and flow that came with that. And I just had to figure out another way to do things. So the book actually suggests that you should have certain percentages depending on how much revenue your business is generating. So I think for most of us that are listening to this podcast, I'm sure there are exceptions, but my business falls under less than $250,000 a year. And so basically, if I make less than that, my percent, according to the book, is that I should pay myself 50% of my income. My operating expenses, the cost of running the business, should be around 30%. I should set aside 15% for taxes. And then I should set aside 5% for something that Mike calls profit. And so profit is basically like a reward for being the owner of your business. And so you set aside a small percentage every month. And he, one of the things I, I love about this book is he basically says, you know, every quarter or, or, you know, in some sort of designated time, you take that profit and you spend it on something not related to the business. So like a trip or something like that, just to reward yourself for one, running the business. And two, I think just to give yourself something, right? Besides income in terms of just a salary. I thought this was such a, a simple, but such a cool idea because it makes, for me, like I love setting goals and I love, you know, personally, like especially now with a daughter, one of the things that we always aspire for now is to travel more and to let her see the world. And this is where a lot of my profit money is going and just setting aside money for experiences instead of buying more stuff, right? When I saw these percentages for the first time, to be honest, I had never gotten any sort of a guide in terms of percentages. And and to me, getting those percentages were quite liberating. Now, the thing I have to be honest is when, at least for me, when I first started and I looked, okay, and I said, you know, I alluded that, you know, my expenses were nearly 50%, but he only recommends 30%, right? So there's going to be this season where you have to reconcile that, right? So you have to be honest with yourself. You have to figure out what things you need to get rid of in order to get down to the percentage that, that 30%. And so one of the cool things with Profit First is he basically recommends twice a month you go in, you know, you look at the income that you've generated, and then you divvy that income into different bank accounts. So into almost sub-accounts within your bank, right? So for example, let's say that you, just for example's sake, let's say one month you generated $10,000, right? That was your income that came in. So 50% of that income would go to your salary. So that's 5000 Operating expense would be 30%, so it'd be 3000 And then taxes would be 1500 Won't do the math right. <laughs> and then profit would be 500 And so doing something like that was just super liberating, just to be able to see your income there, but not only that, that you're actually divvying the income into these different little pots. And so you actually know where it's going. So after I read Profit First, one of the things they recommend is actually going to your bank and you open up sort of multiple accounts. And so this felt really weird walking up to the bank that we use. Most banks will do this. So I went up to my small business person and I was like, hey, so I want to open up, I know I have a small business account, but I was wondering if I could open up some sub accounts within that account and I want to label them things like profit and expenses. 
And uh, she kind of looked at me like, what are you talking about? And But then I kind of explained what I was thinking and, and it made sense to her. So she was very gracious and opened up those accounts for me. Now, he actually recommends, which is why I recommend that you read the book. So he actually recommends putting your taxes and your profit in a separate bank account, like your personal one where you don't have, well, actually in an account you don't have easy access to just so you don't withdraw that money for, and then use it for other things that you're not supposed to. So after I went to my bank and I opened my, uh, my expenses, uh, this next step that I did is I've been continuing to reduce my expenses. And so Every time I look at a expense line, what I what I ask myself is, is this something that is a necessity? Is this something that is a luxury? And then if it is a necessity, is there ways, are there cheaper alternatives or is there another way that I can do this to reduce that expense in order to reduce that expense? So is there a cheaper option available? Like, for example, do I have a second piece of software that actually does this as well, but I'm almost paying double? So things like that, right? And then once I started to reduce my expenses, sort of the next step that I started doing is I started to save, and I'm still in the process of doing this, but um, I've gotten up to three months. I'm working on my six-month expenses now. So I started to save three, six, and then eventually my plan is to save nine and 12 months worth of expenses into my expense thing into my expense sub-account. The reason I'm doing this is because I just want the peace of mind of knowing that I don't have to be worried about overdrafting or anything like that. But I've also gotten to the point where I'm good with the expenses, where I can be disciplined and, you know, not see this big lump sum and be like, oh my gosh, I can buy that course. And I think that is something that I have to guard against. And so One of the things I'm thinking about is just having somebody to hold me accountable, whether it's, and I recently actually hired a bookkeeper to help me handle that. Shout out to Greg, if you're listening. And so, yeah, I'm excited for all of that. And so as I wrap up with this episode, what I, what I wanted to do is just uh, quickly share just a couple of learnings that I had in this whole journey. The first is what I alluded to at the beginning. It's really easy to get lost in expenses and justify an expense as a necessity when it may be a luxury or it may be redundant and like you already may have something else. The second thing uh, that I learned is if you don't get a hold of your business finances, your business will end up giving you a run for your money, right? Your business almost ends up running you versus you running your business. And the third thing that I, I learned in this whole process is there's an unbelievable amount of peace knowing that my expenses are closer. They're not quite, they're really close to 30% now. I just need to make some final tweaks. But there is this unbelievable amount of peace knowing that my expenses are closer to where they should be. And then that I don't, and I'm actually paying myself more on a consistent basis, which itself is quite liberating. So with episodes like this, I feel like I'm not an expert and I want to learn as much from you guys. And so I would love to continue this conversation around how you're tracking your expenses, the struggles that you have in terms of like paying yourself versus putting your money in expenses. I feel like many of us struggle with that. And I would love to continue that conversation, which will be continuing over at the Selling the Couch community, which you can find over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash community. 
And as we wrap up, I again wanted to thank the team over at Therapy Notes for supporting today's podcast session. If you guys are looking for electronic health records, and I know specifically many of us usually fall into one of two camps. One is we accept insurance and two, we're private pay. There are some of us that are sort of the hybrid, right? We take some insurances and then we're private pay or out of network for others. Therapy Notes handles all of that. So if you take insurance, for example, they actually have simple electronic billing. So they actually, within the Therapy Notes platform, you can actually manage every claim from the initial submission through posting payments all in one place. So they actually have this whole clearinghouse feature that's actually within the account. So you can you can actually submit claims and then receive updates from over 2,000 insurance payers nationwide directly from your account. And then if you are out of network, uh, one of the really cool things is you can actually, if you're billing for out of network, you can actually do quick and easy super bills. And so you can just submit the claim electronically or you can generate that super bill with all the information that's required in order for our clients to get reimbursed quickly. You can learn more about Therapy Notes and the awesome services that they provide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash therapy notes. And if you enter the promo code Melvin, you get two months absolutely free. Hope you enjoyed today's session. And if would love to continue the conversation again, let's continue it in the Selling the Couch community. Show notes to today's session can be found at sellingthecouch.com forward slash session and the number 186. Before we wrap up, just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Turning Point HQ for supporting today's podcast session. So Turning Point HQ is the result or is the brainchild of David Frank, who is a financial planner for therapists. And as I've mentioned before, uh, Dave and I actually have gotten to be good friends, just an awesome person to work with. And one of the things that Dave will help us to do is create a holistic and an intentional retirement and investing plan that supports you to lead a really awesome life. Because ultimately, I think for many of us, it's we invest, right, to create the life that we want, and uh, it's to do it in an intentional way. And Dave, honestly, is just one of the most like heart-centered folks that I've ever met, and you're absolutely going to be in good hands with him. You can learn more about Turning Point HQ and the awesome services that they provide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash turning point HQ. And if you go through that link, uh, Dave actually created this seven financial mistakes that therapists make. It's a free downloadable and uh, you can download it right there. And then you also get $200 off any of your, any of the services that Dave provides. Be sure to mention that you heard it on STC. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com. So if you've been listening to the STC podcast for a while, or you've been listening to podcasts and you've had this thought of, Mel, I would love to launch my own podcast in order to grow my business. Just wanted to encourage you to check out our free podcasting workshop, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. You can basically sign up at a day and a time that works for you. It's 90 minutes. And when I do these workshops or when I record them, 
I truly believe in the quality teaching, so it's going to be well worth your time. We're going to go through gear recommendations and how to launch strategically and how to think about monetizing your podcast and how to line up your podcast with your existing offers and how to do it strategically and authentically uh, and not salesy and slimy um, and all of those things. So again, the link is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop.